We had our first round of Did Someone Die in Your House today. And that's always a fun time of year when that's when that comes out. Correct. And the, the ghost uh, was kind of fitting for today because the ghost of my back is gone. <laughs> it, did it cure your vertigo? No, it didn't actually. But thank you for asking. Yeah. Because rare awareness has been raised. We talked about our tattoo event. I don't really remember much of today's show. I was pretty caffeinated through the whole thing. Oh, well, thanks. Oh. Hey, you know, as long as you remember it. Should be a banger podcast. But yeah, I can't wait to hear what we did today. It's going to be fun. Kelly and Wood. Why Should We Talk To You on Mondays when someone had something big going on over the weekend and they loop us into it. And our Why Should We Talk To You this Monday is our big tattoo event that was over the weekend. Some big events happened in that event. Absolutely. Well, I say the word event. I'm say time. event one more time just to make sure it was an event. <laughs> but no, it was awesome because... There are so many different causes, and that's the one thing I truly do love about this, because you'll talk to someone that's getting a tattoo for autism. Then you're getting a tattoo for someone who is battling cancer. Or veteran suicide. It was all over the map. It was a very happy yet emotional event. And the cool thing about it is it meant something to everyone. Mm -hmm. Now, a little bit of sharing myself. (laughs) On Saturday... I actually got a little bit, I, I I would call it probably a little bit of an episode of Vertigo. Right. Which you told me, like I was texting you like, hey dude, I'm leaving downtown mm-hmm. now. I'll be there in a minute. You're like, I'm running a bit behind. Then you told me why. You had a Vertigo attack. I was struggling to kind of stand up. I was getting very dizzy, a little nauseous. My wife ended up having to drive me. Yeah. Not a single person. <laughs> All day on Saturday. Got a tattoo for Vertigo Awareness. Now that's fine. Well, I think had it not had your face on it, maybe it would have they would have moved more numbers on that one. It is one of the most underappreciated <laughs> causes there is. Now, allow me to explain a little further. I am often accused in this building and at home, friends and family, of having a high butt crack. Yes, one hundred percent. My butt crack. If yours would stop, it was just say. You know, point A. Mm-hmm. Mine goes to probably point C. I will say I haven't seen anybody's butt crack as much as I've seen yours. And I'm talking like my wife, everybody. Right. I've seen yours a lot. And people point it out often. And so every time it's been by accident. So I decided not only am I going to get a tattoo to raise vertigo awareness. Yep. I need to get it on a place that will have people talking. <laughs> That a lot of people see a lot of the time. Because I look around, you know, I have, if you don't know, I have pretty much, I would say 80% of my arms covered. Uh-huh. I have most of my chest, at least half of my chest covered. My one leg is, I would say, going to be fully covered when this tattoo is done. Yeah. I don't have a lot of space. Right. And, and, and that tattoo could have been lost. Right. And thereby losing the cause. Once again, losing focus on raising awareness for vertigo. Yeah. So I decided, as a grown man... I'd get a tramp stamp. <laughs> now, if you don't know what a Daytona license plate is, my friend, <laughs> it was a tattoo that really took off in popularity in the mid to late 90s. A lot of times they call them low-rise tattoos because mm-hmm. when girls were in low-rise jeans, they get their lower back tattooed. Right. And that's fine. Usually it was something tribal or... Right. There would be other things interwoven throughout this. Dolphins, usually. Right. And... I said, let's go ahead, let's get it done. Let's get that tramp stamp. So sure enough, I laid down, and I wanted to get my tailbone tattoo. <laughs> and I got it. 
Here's the. Can I tell you the funniest part to me? I was telling my wife this. Most people, including myself, mm-hmm. him and Haw about a tattoo. I've been talking about getting a set, second tattoo for over a year now. Uh, longer than that. You, you've Jeez. talked about this Texas tattoo literally probably <laughs> since the third day I've met you. So, but you, on a whim, decide to get a permanent tattoo on you of your own face, mind you. Right. <laughs> and uh, and a, a tram stamp on top of it all. And why not? You know? And do a live video where everyone got to see your butt crack now. So I'm my, not suffering in silence anymore. <laughs> my bumper sticker went right on there. And... Now, here's the thing. I didn't tell my wife until I got home and turned around, pop tail, yeah. and showed off my low art. Well, she's like, oh, yeah. She instantly, well, she hit me with a couple swear words. She's like, I cannot believe you did that. Because if you think you've seen that butt crack a lot. Oh, yeah. She could, she could sketch that bad boy with her eyes closed. She gets a hot dose, I'm sure. But here's the deal. I have done more to raise awareness for Vertigo. Maybe than anyone in the history of time. Now, what progress progress have we made in ending vertigo once and for all? None. None. None whatsoever. At least people are aware that it exists now. That's my job. It's not now just it's a- time, now it's science's turn to pick up the baton <laughs> and get us across the finish line. <laughs> well, Wood, we're all very proud of you. But all, that all being said, like we have we actually got a happy hour story out of this that we'll bring yes. up next hour. It was Awesome to see. I know there was a couple of people we couldn't get in at the end because of like the permit and the time regulations. Right. Um, but it was so awesome to see so many cool things. There were people battling things that honest to God, and I'm not, I don't want to put this person's name out yeah. there. They told me that their child was dealing with something I had never heard of in my entire life. Yeah. And they were getting a tattoo for it. Yeah. And that's the cool thing. I've, I, I've gotten a lot of tattoos. I've had a lot of bad tattoos. Mm-hmm. A tattoo that means something to me will never be a bad tattoo. You said it, man. I don't care if it's scratched on or whatever. If it means something to you, it matters. And we saw a lot of people do that. We did, raised a lot of money for Pathways for Youth. Uh, it was just, it was really cool to see. And a shout out to all the volunteers, all the tattoo artists, everybody that came out. It was great. Backshed Brewing was fantastic. Oh, man, that staff there is so friendly. That place is cool as hell. I can see hanging out there. And, and if you missed it and you didn't get in, guess what? You can always reach out to Fresh Skin Tattoos. They will go ahead. They will set you up. They will still get you that tattoo. They will still get some of that money towards Pathways for Youth. Well, they'll take care of you, right? Again, second year doing it. Bigger and better than last year. Can't wait for next. Kelly and Wood. All right, it's time for a minute to win, and this is where Wood throws out a topic. Brian Riley, myself, Wood. We all have 60 seconds to come up with as many things in that topic as we can. The last one to say theirs before the buzzer goes off wins. That's right. What are we doing today, Wood? Modes of transportation. Modus operandi. I think that's different, but that's oh, okay. All right. Modes of transportation. Brian Riley, you in on this or what? Yeah, we can. Yeah, well, I think You're so. Being super quiet over there. I'm just trying to think of how many different modes of transportation there are. Well, well we're about to find out, ain't we? A lot of things to get you from. Point A to point B. Yep. Okay. All right. I'm ready for this one. I feel like this is going to be an easy one. I may take this one. This doesn't need an internal combustion engine, does it? Mm. No. Can it get you to point A to point B? That's transportation. That's right. Oh. All right. Here we go. uh, Minute to win it. Modes of transportation. Go. A car. Roller skates. A bike. A Segway. Bike. Ah, dang. Segway was one of my sneaky ones. Segway. Yeah. How about a train? How about a skateboard? All right, that'll do it. Plane. Did anybody say un bicicleta? Yeah, uh, yeah, Brian. Oh, yeah, no, it's like second one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sorry. Geez. How about unicycle? Just the one. Oh yeah. Show offs. Oh. 
Oh, a glider? Did anybody say scooter? Mm, well, they did now. Moped? Is that the same thing? I can, uh, I can no, I was it. thinking of a stand-up scooter. Okay, I was Motorcycle? Thinking. Moped. How about walking? That's old school. Kick okay. it old school once in a while. Now, I've got a couple ones. I'm going to say a big wheel. Big wheels keep on turning. Borrowing it from the little kids. Yeah. Okay. How about rollerblades? All right. That's a good one. How about a hot air balloon? I got oh, one. Dang, I got that's one good. in the chamber. That's it. A okay. Zeppelin. A jet airplane. Helicopter. Covered wagon. Healy's. Buggy. No. Oh, dang it. What got it? Boy, I went silent there, Dan. And I still had rickshaw in the chamber in case one of you guys try to sneak in. <laughs> That's a good Whoa. one right there. Yeah. I really thought the Heelys were going to hold up in court. Yeah. And it didn't work. That was that was good. I didn't think of that one. I never had those. I was too heavy during that whole rage. Uh, no need I'm, to laugh. I'm just, I'm my mom knew you. I was going to break a bone, so she's like, I'm not buying you those. I'm picturing you at 500 pounds on Heelys. <laughs> it just would have snapped. It's just tiles popping up behind you. Yeah. At your new you should you should get them now. No. Right. It's never too late to live the dream, Wood. Do you remember those ones that you could grind? Like they had like the <laughs> oh, things. Oh yeah, they, they had like metal um cutouts on the bottom. Yeah, and you could like if like a, like a sidewalk or something, you could like walk up and like jump up and like grind down like you're on a little spark, a little rail slide. Until my brother did it on my buddy's bumper and just like chunk <laughs> 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 of pain. Oh uh, well, Wood does it once again today and minute to win it. Congratulations, sir. <laughs> Feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Yup, Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Yes, that's where we have 22 year old DeAsia Cobb. Now, DeAsia was in the gas station and she wanted to check out. But the problem was apparently the employee behind the counter was doing something else, and that's when she became irritated. The two apparently began to exchange verbal barbs. Now, it doesn't say who, but it does say that both started to exchange racial slurs. Oh, that's fun. That's not good, right? Well, the two were arguing, yelling this stuff at one another. That's when DeAsia apparently had had enough of it. She allegedly reached into the hot tray of hot dogs, (laughs) grabbed one off the rollers, and threw it at the man behind the counter. But Ask me about my winner. Her air raid didn't air in there. That's when she also grabbed the pair of tongs that she probably should have used to grab said hot dog. And also threw that at him as well on her way out the door. Now, the good news is the sausage hit the cashier, but only in the wrist. The tongs, though, struck him in the leg. Now, the cashier could have maybe said, is that, you know what, that's the end of it. Asia's leaving. Yeah. But no. Only minor injuries. The cashier went on the offensive. He picked up the hot dog off the floor and (laughs) ran outside chasing to Asia to her car. That's when he threw the hot dog striking to Asia's window. Apparently sending it off into no man's land. Ask me about my winner. Cobb, then inside her car, rolled down her window and threw a full can of Coke at the cashier. But the cashier was ready this time and was able to dodge the vic- or the uh, the fluid. The, the yeah. onslaught. Whoa! 
Well, now you would think, DeAsia's finally going to leave the scene of the crime. Yeah, let's let this cool down a smidge. No, she then drove to the other end of the parking lot, continued her verbal barrage at the cashier, and began twerking at cars that were driving by. (laughs) 911 was called, and eight minutes later, when authorities did pull up, DeAsia was still dancing and telling everyone... That she's the hot dog queen. Oh, yeah. Well, believe it or not, authorities didn't really uh, have much sympathy for her or her dancing. She was arrested and charged with battery and disorderly conduct, according to records. Lock her up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's hilarious. Now, what was the initial anger about? Because she was being ignored by the cashier? I believe she wanted to cash out, and the cashier apparently wasn't coming over quick enough. I don't know. Okay. Uh, hurling racial slurs at each other. That's trash. Trashy, man. You can't be doing that. 175 points on that one right there. Let's treat each other right here. Grabbing a hot dog right off the roller and throwing it at the cashier. Trashy. Hot meats. <laughs> cool treats. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get that 150 points right there. Throwing the tongs at them. That's just unnecessary. <laughs> I got a feeling those weren't washed and put back. No. I think they were just kind of picked up and put back on there. But that's just me. <laughs> I'll give that 175 points right there. Mm-hmm. Um, continuing the fight outside. Yeah. Trashy. Let it go, man. You got away with only minor injuries. I would like to think I would, but if somebody throws a hot dog at me... It's going to ratchet up the tension, isn't it? That Frankfurter's coming back. I'm going to get that 150 points right there. With a little extra relish. Now, why did she start twerking, though? That's what I want to know. I believe maybe her victory dance. Maybe it was oh. her taunting them that she can't. they couldn't make her leave. All right, I'm going to give her 175 for just a random twerk. Mm-hmm. Uh, 75 because she was arrested. Yes. Uh, am I missing anything here, Wood? She did throw a can of Coke at the gentleman. I th- did I not score that already? I think you scored him throwing the hot dog oh, back at her, but okay. the can of Coke coming back his way did not catch any points. Then I'll give her 150 points for that. Okay, this mm-hmm. is a good score. Well, we almost did it on a Monday. Like, right out the gate on a Monday, we almost did it, but not quite today, but our woman throwing hot dogs and then getting hot dogs thrown back at her learns herself a whopping 900 75 points. Trash. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news. With Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. So over the weekend, we did the second annual Tattoos for a Cause. Mm-hmm. And uh, we teamed up with Fresh Skin Tattoos. They came out with, what was it, eight artists? Yes. And we're just cranking out tattoos all day long with the proceeds going to uh, Pathways for Youth. We had tattoo artists from three different states. That was so cool, man. Yeah. That was so awesome to see. I-, I have yet to meet an uncool tattoo artist. But yeah. uh, those guys were so awesome out there, but uh, we were surprised by the people from Rasmussen College. Yeah, we had some uh, ladies who walked in and they just said, we want to talk to you guys about this. Of course, we can't do tattoos at school, right? but we heard how you guys were doing this and we wanted to be a part of something bigger than us. So Rasmussen College got together, a couple of the students, a couple of the faculty, everyone, and they did like the rub-on tattoos. Right, like the the temporary tattoos. Right, for a cause. So they started doing that, and any of the students, and of course, man, you know college students right now, aren't afforded much. No, you're right. But whatever they could spare, they wanted to donate to this cause for Pathways for Youth. Yeah. And they sure enough, she had a big old bag of money. Right. That they wanted to bring in and donate. That was such a huge surprise, man. And that mm-hmm. was that was cool, too, as a lot of people were doing that. They were just donating money to the cause. Yeah. Which was just it that event is something that's so special and just so unique and it brings out just 
It just brings out the best in people. Well, and you want to think of things, you know, like, all right, you think tattoos is maybe, you know, off the beaten path. Right. But when you're raising money for a charity, I don't care. We we saw people from literally getting their first tattoo at 19 years old <laughs> yeah. to some, you know, people that were up in their 70s yep. getting tattoos for all sorts of different reasons. And I thought it was great to see college kids because we've talked about it a lot. You know, sometimes you read the news, you see the news, whatever, and it says, you know, the next generation, they're not doing this, they're not doing that. These were kids who gave what they could for people that they don't know, for things that they don't know, because they knew it was the right thing to do. Well, that's why we wanted to give them some special attention, because in, in that event, it's it's hard to stop down and talk to people for a long mm-hmm. time, because there's so many people there, there's so much going on, it's it's chaotic. So we wanted to take the time, if, if we didn't give you enough thanks on the day of, we appreciate you more than you could ever know for doing that yeah. this year, and hopefully we can. Conti- hopefully this thing continues to grow bigger and bigger. Yeah. So if you uh, if you checked out the tattoos for a cause Facebook page on the discussion, there's a picture of the young ladies who came in. Katie was her name. It was just really cool, and we talk about it. You don't know if you just do something nice, or you try to do something nice. You don't know how far that ripple goes. Exactly. Because who knows. That money we raised on Saturday, how many young kids that's going to go help? You said it, brother. So it was really cool. Great to see people step up. Shout out to Rasmussen College, all those kids helping out. It was really cool to see. And we love to shine a light on the positive stuff, Wood. Got to. A beacon of light in the darkness, all thanks to Audio Video Extremes. That was today's happy hour. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. And I'm talking about the chocolate that the military used to give out to its soldiers for U.S. Army field rations. Now, they said that they made this chocolate taste bad on purpose because they didn't want the soldiers eating it right away. They didn't want the soldiers looking forward to it, so they made it taste really bad. Yay. (laughs) That way, the soldiers would hold on to it and use it in emergency situations because the chocolate isn't going to go bad like some of the other things that maybe they were giving out, you know, back in the day. So this way, they would hold on to the chocolate because it was kind of nasty. And then if they ever got in a pinch or if they ever started to, you know, get really hungry... They would always be like, oh, yeah, I have that gross chocolate bar in my backpack. Here's an idea. Yeah. Give them more food. That, too. Well, there's probably only a certain... There's probably only a certain limit that they can do. I mean, you're talking about hundreds and hundreds of guys and, you know. Well, and you have so, only so much room in, like, a knapsack right. at the time. So this way, this is a high-calorie thing that they can take to get some energy back. But if they said if they made it taste too good, then they would just eat it all at once and they wouldn't hold on to any of it. So now it was more, it was, the chocolate was more meant to be used in an emergency than it was actually meant to be enjoyed. Okay. Have you guys ever eaten something that was gross and then like a few minutes later you go, I kind of want to try that again? Yes. No. You've a lot of times. that? No. Oh, I, it happens to me a lot more than I think. I'll eat something and I go, that's gross. I don't want to eat it again. And then a few minutes later I go, ah, let me get another bite of my, that. My daughter had some dairy-free mac and cheese the other day. Ooh. It was like dairy-free, gluten-free and Why? all this stuff. Because she has like a dairy allergy. Oh, okay. We've recently discovered so, and she loves her mac and cheese. Yeah, but I had like I had like a fork full of it, and I was like, ah, bless. 
not very good. I ended up finishing the whole bowl. <laughs> I had gluten-free noodles once because my buddy's got the, the thing where he can't have gluten. Yeah. And I ate one of it, and I was like, this is gross. I did the same thing. I had I smashed another bowl full of it. I was like, ah, whatever. It was just funny because my daughter was like, I don't really like this. I was like, oh, let me try it. Oh, yeah, that is pretty bad. That makes me like, if I were to have this chocolate, I have a feeling I'd eat it first and go, this is gross. And then five minutes later go, anyone else want some of this chocolate? It's not that bad. Did we ever try that chocolate from those MREs that they brought that? Uh, yeah, it wasn't bad. I don't. I don't remember the chocolate. We tried the gum, and then we found out the gum was also a laxative, a diuretic. Yeah, yes. that was fun to help move everything through. <laughs> I thought that was just a rumor, though. Uh, worked on us. Are we giving away top secret military? I don't stuff think here? so. Either way, so but it's funny that they would make the chocolate taste terrible, so that the soldiers would keep it for a while. Do they still make the chocolate? I don't know. I, this is like a really old one. This is like back in the day. Okay. So I don't know. Mm. But either way. I'd be willing to try it. <laughs> I'm sure you would. That's a little bit of a bummer, man. I feel bad. They're well, over there risking everything, and there we are sending them crap. <laughs> well, but the the logic is sound that they needed something. They needed a high-calorie snack in case they got in a bind. Okay. The logic is there. We make up for it now because we send them tons of treats. Good. We sent tons of treats over that way. I can remember doing, like, food drives for treats. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know there's a lot of people that do put together, like, goodie bags say, and don't they, like that. Don't they say, like, send some of your Halloween candy yep. that you don't get to? Yeah. I ain't none of that leaving Woods House, though. <laughs> <laughs> now, Will, now for the troops. Thank you. That's all I wanted. That's what it took. All right. Either way, maybe you didn't find this one interesting. I really did. I'm not 100% sure it's true, but... uh, Oh, nice. I mean, it's just the facts that I'm collecting. Yeah. And sometimes I find these stories interesting. It's okay if you don't because it's... There we go. We got some cash on the line right now. We are playing the Brain Drain. And I believe we have Michelle on the line with us ready right now who's going to play. Michelle, what are you up to this morning? Well, getting ready to go to work to let my car saw out. Okay. Is it that cold? Well, it's all frosted over. Oh, boy. It's that time of year, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, it's unfortunately. Well, Michelle, maybe you could take that $599, go throw an auto start on that ride, <laughs> and be sitting inside while the car warms up. What do you say? I like that idea. Yeah, I like have my last vehicle. Well, here's the deal. I've got questions. You just need to answer these questions okay. and get them right, all right? Now, you got to get 10 right in 60 seconds. You can pass as many times as you would like, but if you run out of time or get a question wrong, you're cooked. All right. Sounds good. All right. So you in a good headspace here, Michelle? I think so. All right, because you got to get warmed up here, okay? All right? I'll, I'll try. Kelly Jordan... Are you ready? Finger is on the timer. All right, Michelle, let's win you $599 with the brain drain. What streaming network is home to a series, Love is Blind? Um, um, uh, Netflix. Who was the mailman nemesis of Jerry on Seinfeld? Uh, Pass. What email service always alerts you with, you've got mail? Uh, AOL. What do you call the number on the bottom of a fraction? A denominator. Chinette is known for making the first paper what? Pass. The line to be or not to be was written by what playwright? William Shakespeare. What famous route runs from Chicago to California? Route 66. Who is the original singer of Luke Combs' latest hit, Fast Car? Um, uh, pass. 
Who played Dusty in the movie Pure Country? Ah. What device oh, plays... Oh, that's 60 oh, seconds that's right there. That clock is a cruel mystery. That's true. It uh, is. Let's run through some of these ones you passed on. Who played Dusty in the movie Pure Country? I have no idea. That'd be oh, George Strait. Oh, okay. I've seen that movie. It's terrible. Who is the original singer of Luke Holmes' latest hit, Fast Car? Tracy Chapman. Correct. Chinette is known for making the first paper what? Plato. Yeah, I'll take a plate. I'd have taken cup, too. I'd imagine they probably did that, too. Probably, yeah. Uh, who is the mailman nemesis of Jerry on Seinfeld? Hello, Newman. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Lee, Michelle, you did not win $599, but you are in for $1,000 come Friday, okay? Sweet. Sounds great. Thank you. Kelly and Wood. Did someone die in your house? Wood, it's that time of year again. Leading up to Halloween, we always love to do this. People call us, mm-hmm. tell us why they think that their house might be haunted. You run a report yes. and find out if someone died in that house. Correct, Mundo. I believe that is why we have Sam on with us right now. Sam, what's going on? Why do you think your house is haunted? Or actually, it's not a place you live anymore, right? No. It's been like probably 10 years. Okay. okay. Why do you think your house way back when was haunted? So there was a time that I was sitting on the couch and there was like room to walk behind the couch to get to the bathroom. Well, I was playing on my phone or whatever and I didn't have the TV on and I looked up and there was like a shadow figure in the reflection of the TV. So... Ooh. That was like the first thing. And so I was like, hmm, that's weird. So then, I don't know, we just kept going on with our lives. And I lived with my roommate. Her name was Laura. And then she had a, two kids. The youngest one was Charlie. And she was probably like two or three. And every time we pulled in the driveway, she would say like, oh, the man, the man's home. Or here comes the man. Or I see the man in the window. Oof. Or she would mention something about a man. And we didn't have a man living with us. And so that was a little creepy, but we kind of just like, I don't know, she's a kid hoping she has no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> and so, so we were like, all right. Well, then one morning at like three o'clock in the morning, I was in my room, Laura was in her room and Charlie was in there with her and it was like three and she was like scream crying. Like I've never heard anything like it in my life. Like screaming so loud it woke me up in my room which was across the apartment and so I went running in there and Laura was like I don't know what to do I can't get her to stop and she was like sitting on the floor in front of the closet and like pointing at it but she wouldn't say anything and so we were like oh okay so we left we took all the kids and left and I don't even remember where we went to be honest with you but we left for the night and then came back the next morning and she was like, oh, he's back. I was like, okay. Oh, my God. This is wild. So then I was, I was home alone one night, and, this, and I was actively packing because we were not going to stay there anymore because <laughs> 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 it was terrifying. So I was packing, and I was home alone. It was as cliche as it sounds. It was storming. <clears throat> so I, sh- I went around and saw the windows. Like, I remember doing that specifically because it was raining so hard. I didn't want it to rain inside of the house. So I went around, shut all the windows, and then it was getting late, so I went to bed, and I was, like, laying in bed, and my bedroom door slammed shut. And I was like, hmm, that's weird. All the windows are shut. And I was like, maybe I didn't shut all the windows. So I got up, and I went around, and every single window was shut. So I was like, all right. And then 
went back in my room, shut my door myself because I didn't want it to slam again. And then <laughs> I went to I went to find out like what because there was like this weird noise that happened in the living room, and it was like a thud. So I went out there to find out, you know, what what was that? And our vase that we had on like the coffee table was laying on the floor, and I was Jeez. like, that's a little bit bizarre. So I was like, okay, went to bed and then woke up the next morning and I had like this weird cut on my leg and it was like bleeding down my leg and like it goes from my calf to my thigh, but it's not that big. It's not that long because my leg was like bent, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. And you didn't have that cut when you went to bed? No, no, definitely not. And I still have the scar. That's some Freddy Krueger type I, stuff right there, man. I, I know. And then I even, like, searched my bed because I was like, hmm, maybe there was, like, a piece of glass in there. I don't know. So I was, like, looking around, and there was nothing. Yeesh. And then I think it was, like, the following day that we moved out. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. Wow. That is a lot. The kid yeah. pointing at the closet and screaming right. is, is absolutely horrifying. Um, yeah. It was very terrifying. Well, I'll be real with you. You keep going back out into the living room to check on... (laughs) No offense, you're the one who gets killed in the scary movies. You know that, right? Oh, for sure. 100%. 100%. Okay, well, here's the deal. We have your address. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take a quick break here, and we're going to come back because Wood ran the report to see if someone died in that house, okay? And I'm going to need to know the date you lived there because something did pop up. Okay. Hold on, Sam. It's Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood in the morning. So Sam is pretty sure that she's got a haunting happening in her house. They got kids pointing at closets and screaming. She's waking up with cuts on her legs, doors slamming everywhere. And now it's time to find out Sam Wood ran the report to find out if anybody died in that house. Now, the good news is you don't live there anymore, correct, Sam? Correct. Good. All right. So the address I, I you gave me, and I just want to double check here, is one. Th- yes. Okay. All right. Now. I told you earlier, I need to know, like, the dates you lived there. Do you know when you moved in and when you moved out? Like, even just, like, the years. Okay, so I probably know the years. It was probably 2014 okay. to 2015. Like, no, well, I wasn't there a full year for sure. So probably 2014. I, was, I would say I was there, like, seven months. Okay, good. And, and the reason I asked that is because... Someone died while owning this house. Now, I cannot confirm that they died inside the house. Okay. We don't have an actual location of where they did die. So I'm going to ask you a couple of names and you let me know if these sound familiar to you. Um, No. No. Oh, maybe. Okay. What about... No, I don't know. Uh, no. The most important one here is. Mm, no. Okay. That's I know okay. our landlord was named. Uh, we were just renting. Okay. And our landlord was just named like. I think we called him Bob. I don't know what his actual name was. <laughs> okay. Well, the, the reason this is interesting is because you moved in about uh, just a few years after. One of the owners of this house died. Oh, God. Now, 
the interesting thing is you said it was a guy, right? Like the, the little kids saw a guy. Yep. Yep. The one that died in the house, possibly, was a female. Oh, interesting. And I do find that interesting because if it would have been a guy, okay, then that makes, a little, you know, the dots connect or things like that. But, of course, when we've done our work with Search for Spirits, we found out that sometimes if a spouse passes away, that, mm-hmm. you know, like Russ talks about that crossing over, sometimes that other spouse, when they pass away after the fact, they don't leave. Yes. Like, they almost stick around the house <laughs> wondering where their other half is. It's it's kind of heartbreaking, but also yeah. kind of makes a little bit of sense. Did, Interesting. At any point in time, when you were in the house, did you hear any sort of name, or did the kids say anything about names, or anything like that? No, there was no names at all. Okay. Now... Uh, the other one thing I wanted to run by you here with this is, now this house was built all the way back in 1900. That's an old oh, one. God. Are you aware of, like, nearby cemeteries? Oh, yeah. We had a cemetery right down the road. I think you may have actually more than one right down the road. In fact, from this, this address, within 20 miles, you have... 64 cemeteries. God dang. Well, we got to the bottom oh. of this haunting. God. <laughs> and, and, that is terrifying. Well, and, you know, so I mean, like 20 miles, that can be a lot, right? I mean, when you start thinking about right. it. But in fact, there's actually 14 within 10 miles, and there's actually a couple here less than a mile away. Oh, boy. I mean, that makes sense. I'll be honest with you. After kind of hearing your story and running this. You were, you were right to get the hell out of that place. Yeah, man. Golly. Yeah. I can move out of that city, too, with all them cemeteries everywhere. It's going to happen again. We did. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, do you still know of, like, so that was 2014. We're talking nine years ago. The little kid. Mm-hmm. Do you still know the yep. little kid? I mean. Yeah, she's my cousin. Has there been any sort of long-term repercussions of seeing something like that when you were little? No. Um, I actually talked to her mom quite a bit, too, and. There is nothing, like, we kind of just don't talk about it. Yeah. Charlie never talks about it. Nobody ever mentions anything. And the funny thing is, my other cousin moved in after we moved out, and he said he saw people in, or somebody in the the TV reflection also. Holy moly. Yeah. So he wasn't there long either. I was about to say, your cousin's got a set of clackers on him, or he's just not very bright. I don't know which one. (laughs) Well, now at least you know maybe the cause, the root of all this evil. Yeah, that one scared me a little bit here. Good way to start this all off. Heck yeah, it was. Sam, thank you for telling us your story on the air. We appreciate it. Of course. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break of the day. Um, I maybe revealed a little too much to someone that we're trying to become friends with. Mm-hmm. My daughter learned definitely learned some new things about her dad. And we also kind of, you know, not only did we learn a lot about Kelly Jordan, but we learned a lot about life. We did? See, you paid well, no attention, I, I, I man. wasn't, dude. I was so out of it this morning. All right, well, let's. now I get to hear this for the mm-hmm. first time. Kelly and Wood. Yeah, now we ready. Okay. Now we're ready to do it. All right. Right up to the last minute, I'm saying to you, Wood. Mm-hmm. Did you get any rest this weekend at all? A little bit. All right. A little bit. You stopped down and watched football yesterday, I'm guessing. Oh, well, of come course. on. Yeah, of course. Last I checked, this is still America. Man, something's wrong with my hair today. I just saw myself on the video. I don't know what. I tried to use mousse instead of my normal product. Uh-huh. It's just not hitting right today. Really? Yeah, something ain't, something ain't sitting right in my hair. That does look a little... Something's wrong with it, man. Johnny Bravo-ish. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah. That's all good, though. 
It's all good in the H-double-O-D. Well, now I can't stop looking at it. I'm sorry. You drew attention to it. On the video, you can't even tell the cameras aren't that good. Ah, uh, wow. Well, Why do you spit in the face of the cameras? How dare you? Uh, if you're ready, dude, we can get the show going. I don't know if you're ready or if you got something you want to say before we start. I'm ready. I prefer not to be injected <laughs> to anyone. Nor <laughs> anything. Either way, Wood. Okay. I just had to find something that rhymed. You don't have to take it so seriously. Well, you know, hey, words are violence. Do you listen to a Beastie Boys song and take every word they say seriously? Yeah. And then I'm like, that didn't make any <laughs> bit of sense. Either way, we're back at it this Monday morning. And uh, man... This was a fun weekend for me. Mm -hmm. So Saturday, obviously, the tattoo event Yes, at Backshed Brewing, which was a blast. Fantastic. I had, I had, it did not feel like we were even there that long, right? It, it went by quickly. Like before you sure. knew it, it was even, it was over. Right. So that was, I, I could have gone another two hours. Of course, I wasn't doing any tattoos. I was about to say, we're not the ones doing any work. The tattoo artists probably were ready for a break. Correct. But either way, so Saturday morning, I, I had to get up at 3.30 in the morning on Saturday to get my daughter to school by four o'clock. Oh no, by four thirty. Because AM. Yes, this is all in the AM. Yes, I woke up at three thirty in the afternoon. What I am now a loser. Uh, well, I mean, hey, I've heard of <laughs> Taylor too. Are you riding home? <laughs> no. So anyway, so I I had to have her at school by four thirty so she could be at US Bank Stadium by five thirty in the morning to perform for her I think it's called Youth of Music or something like that. Okay. It was bands from all it was marching bands from all over the state of Minnesota like Hutchinson was there, uh Mankato was there. Battle of the Bands if you will. It was absolutely it was. Finally. And uh it was just it was such a cool thing. It was hard to be it was weird to be downtown Minneapolis at like 5:45 in the morning mm -hmm. because you kind of got the mixture of like people who are getting the day started and people who are winding down last night. And the riffraff. Right. There's a mix. There's a good mixture of both. But it was such a weird scene because like we're walking from the parking ramp to U.S. Bank Stadium, and here's all these marching bands all over the streets like rehearsing. It was just, it was like a weird scene that you'll probably never. I'll probably never. Well, till next year. But I was gonna say it was uh, it was super cool to see. And man, I I lost it, dude. I, I cried Saturday morning. What? Why? Because I was so proud of my daughter. Like, okay, so during the summer, she wasn't a huge fan of marching band, right? Mm -hmm. Like, she didn't want to do it. And I get it. It was a lot of, she wasn't used to it, right? And so she just didn't enjoy it that much. And now she's just in love with it. And then, like, to see these kids out there who worked so hard at something, and, and like, I could see a difference between the first time I saw them perform it and then at U.S. Bank Stadium. Mm -hmm. And I just got emotional, dude. <laughs> I got super emotional. <laughs> I can't help it. I don't know what. I honest to God don't know what it is about me that the slightest thing can make me cry. <laughs> when we were at our tattoo event, mm -hmm. uh, Jen Stitch, who we both know pretty well, mm -hmm. uh, you know, she battled cancer about the, uh, dang near the same time my wife was going through breast cancer. They were like going through the same things. I saw her on Saturday. I welled up with tears. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I've always been a crier, but it's getting worse. Yeah. It's it's like, I, there was like three times on Saturday at the tattoo event I almost cried. Now, to be fair, that is an event that has a lot of stories. Right. People share, which is truly amazing. It is awesome to hear how people are getting through things. Yes. And it really does hammer home the fact that you can probably talk to somebody and they're going through something. Right. Like, everybody is going through something different. Now, whether or not it is something you know about or you don't know about or something maybe you've gone through in the past, yeah. somebody is going through something in that moment. And that event allows people to come in there and get a little something, whether it's in remembrance, whether it's, hey, yeah. I beat this. 
it's really cool to see. So that I can understand. That uh, and seeing your kid do well is good. But I don't know if my kid's laying down hot cross buns and all of a sudden <laughs> I need to catch a knee. But it wasn't It wasn't hot cross buns. What it was, was it? It was this song called In Growth. Or, yeah, I think In Growth or something like Obviously, that. Obviously, it meant a lot to you. <laughs> I know growth is in the title there mm-hmm. somewhere. But uh, either way, so it was just like it, it's an emotional song. And just seeing the kids crush it on the, because it's like I don't know. There's something about it. It's like sure. It's it's seeing it's seeing my daughter like turn into this totally different person who now loves this thing. Mm-hmm. It was cool, man. Aaron texted in. Kelly sounds more manly on the radio than he does in person. What the hell does that mean? I, what 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 did you do to that guy in uh, person? Jeez, Aaron, why would you text that in? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's the way these microphones are tuned. I don't know what it is. Oh, yeah. got to start my Monday off like that, man. Well, I mean, you're the one who literally came out and said you cried at, you know. I'm being vulnerable, Wood. A band it, performance. It'd be nice if you would be vulnerable once in a while. Ah, I tried it once. Didn't like it. <laughs> Didn't like it. Didn't fit the kid. Huh. But, you know, it's, it is great to see because that's the same thing with sports, right? You see, like, yeah. a team come together. Team works on things, and that that is a team, a marching band. So I get that. Last year, I watched the Minnesota hockey finals, like for the first the high school <laughs> or whatever it was. There was some sort of hockey contest. You tried so hard. It was like high school hockey. It was right. like it was the, like the championship. I'm guessing it was the state hockey tournament. Yes, that's there we what go. It was. And for the first time ever, I watched it, and I was like, it's cool to see these kids. Yeah. Getting to do this, man. Like, I, I was so happy for kids I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. And now my daughter, like, I can cheer on her high school because they're usually in it. So that's kind of neat. Look at that. Right. I, I just, I don't know. It was it was just a good day. Saturday was just one of those days where I laid my head on the pillow at night and was like, this was an awesome day. I fell asleep so insanely early. I bet, I bet you did. I, I, I went home, warmed up a slice of pizza, laid down, boom. Instantly, 12 hours of sleep later. Dang. Yeah. To tell you how tired I was on Saturday night, I didn't even get up early on Sunday to watch the football game over in London. When I woke up, it was already like in the middle of the second quarter. That's how tired I was. I let football on the table. That is insane. I was a little disappointed in myself, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> but that's okay. What, what Neither time, here nor there. What time would you have to have gotten up to watch the game? Like 8.30. Oh. Ugh. Yeah, tell me about it. I can't imagine getting up that early to watch football. I usually like these London games because it gives you something to watch early Sunday mornings. Kick it off right away. But uh, I, I don't know. Did, did you see they're talking about maybe doing a Super Bowl in London? Why would they do that? I, that doesn't seem right, man. Honestly, it irritates me a little bit. It, it does, that is Keep those dollars in. That's our thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's our event. We took their football and made it ours. They would never have... And I know like the World Cup is coming like that, but like... You know, like Champions League is almost like their version of the NFL over there. That's like where all the premier, premier soccer teams get together and play a tournament. They're never going to play that in Miami. Right. Like, why, so, why would we do that? Because all these sports leagues, here's to get behind the scenes a little Let's bit. Let's go. I'm ready. All these sports leagues are constantly looking for more and more and more and more and more money, right? Right. So well, get other countries interested in it? Well, th- th- that's the thing. The NFL is kind of tapped out in the United States because there's just so much of it, right? right? Okay. Well, guess what? If they can turn this country football crazy, can they turn China into football crazy? The problem is, like, you've seen, like, the NBA who will bend the knee to China on certain things yeah. because they've gotten China to be very interested in the NBA. Right. Right. But you can't turn your back on that and say, hey, that's kind of messed up. 
I don't want the NFL to be a worldwide game. Right. I prefer it to be what it is. It is our, not even pastime, it's our passion now. Yeah. In our biggest game going across, nah. Nah. I got a problem with that. Miss me on that one. I don't even care that much. They're Um, saying it could be coming down the road. A couple of texts come in. Lisa says, Kelly does sound different this morning. A cold? I think I am coming down with a little something. I've been oh. fighting something for a while. Here but we I, go. No, I show up every day. As much as I want to call in sick, I show up. You can't. You can't. We, we, we owe everyone too much. Brian says, I'm with you, Kelly. My fiance gives me stuff all the time for welling up with tears. Yeah, Brian, I get it, man. Uh, how often are you crying too, Brian? Come on. <laughs> how was the rest of your weekend, man? I, I saw you for a lot of this weekend. Very chill. Okay, good. Very chill. Did a lot of laying around. Watched the Cleveland Browns. Because we're going back to the Super Bowl. Right. That's awesome. Didn't they beat the best team in the NFL? Aren't the 49ers the best team in the NFL? No, the Cleveland Browns are the best team in the NFL. But <laughs> oh, my bad. They my came bad. into the game. Most people thought it was going to be the San Francisco 49ers. There was a pregame fight. They got my dander up. Okay. You know, hopping around the living room, throwing a couple jabs. <laughs> right. Letting the squad know that I am there for backup if needed. Right. And then, yeah, went and popped the upset. Two bit huge upsets in the NFL. That's what makes the NFL so much fun, is you never know week to week what's going right. to happen. You never know what the script is going to say. Well, last Monday, everyone thought the Buffalo Bills were the best team on earth, and they needed a miracle last night to win. It's just, it's just that's how it goes. That's fun. It, 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 I, it really, truly is. Because my brother is visiting from California, mm-hmm. and he's a huge Vikings fan. I actually watched the entire game yesterday. <laughs> Which I, I, they were predicted to win, right? That wasn't a big deal. I mean, hey, any win's a win, but especially okay. in the division. But yes, they were favored to win. Okay. So that was fun. That, mm-hmm. that was my football experience. Hey, I'm a Who wants snacks? Yeah. I was in charge of snacks. I had my little Smokies going. Mm-hmm. You know, the queso blanco. Oh. It was delicious. Hey, I think we made a friend over the weekend, Wood. We? Well, me and my wife. Ah. I think that we might finally have a friend. And I, don't, I shouldn't even talk about it on the air because I don't want to come on too strong. I don't want to scare her away. She's a very nice person. It's a single? Well, her husband worked on like a- Oh, I was about to say, you. I think you stumbled into something <laughs> weirdly, truly magical here, my friend. <laughs> no, her husband works on like a power line transformers. Oh, okay. So I guess he travels a lot because I guess there's not a lot of guys that do that. Really? Maybe. I don't know. I didn't really get the whole story on I that. believe that's a lineman, correct? I, yes, and uh, possibly. Okay. I, I don't know 100%, but he travels a lot. Mm-hmm. So she was over because she was helping my wife do some stuff for marching band. And I was like, this is a real... Th- but then I think I came on too strong. So we, me and her are about the same age, okay? And did not grow up that far apart from one another. Okay. So, <laughs> let me... Hold on. So then I was telling her, like, hey, I used to DJ in these nightclubs. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I used to go to those nightclubs. Oh, my gosh. And then I said, did you ever go to see the male dancers that were there before the club would open? She was like, as a matter of fact, I did. Mm-hmm. And I said, do you remember that guy who used to do the scarecrow routine? Nitro? <laughs> I think there was a guy named Nitro, actually. There always is. There was one named Cruz. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember the others. But but there was one who did this routine. Do you know Donna Summer's song, Last Dance? Hi. It's the last dance. I'm Matt Wood. For, you like that kind of music? You like that old kind of 70s funky stuff? I guess. And then she's like, so let's dance. Okay. The last right. dance. But the song starts out really slow, right? So, this, so I start like... 
showing her what the scarecrow used to do. So you began to mime the stripping, yes. I did. And now I was a couple of white claws in. I'll be 100% honest with you. I was, you know, I had gotten home. It was a long day. I wanted to have a couple. Mm-hmm. I'm allowed to. I'm an old man. I can do what I want. Milady. But the problem was, I was like, and then when the song would kick in, he'd be like, and so let's dance. I was like, that's when he would start taking his clothes off. And then I told her about the time that one of the strippers drugged me. Mm-hmm. I think he gave me GHB or something like that. Yes. And I was like, these are maybe stories that are like second hangout kind of stories. Or never hangout or, or stories. Ne- or never. Never is yes. another good option. Because then I was like, well, we'll never hear from her again. But then she sent me a Facebook friend request. So I was like, cool. I maybe have, we maybe have a family friend now. And that's all I'm going to say because I don't want to ruin it. Maybe she sent you a family, or like the Facebook request, then turn like locations on. <laughs> keep en- keep your enemies closer. And know where you're at at all times <laughs> so she can just avoid you. I don't think that, I don't, so th- I don't think the Scarecrow story was as bad as talking about when a stripper drugged me. I don't know. You miming out the dance was so let's dance. quite traumatic for me. Well, the funny thing is, so I'll tell you that, so the Scarecrow would come out in the beginning of that song is super slow. Mm-hmm. So he would act as if he was the Scarecrow still up on the ah on the peg or whatever. It's a Ted sacrilegious. What I'm doing. <laughs> well, he's a scarecrow on a peg. Okay, and then when the song would kick in, he would come to life. Ah, <laughs> oh, I really truly enjoy you know strippers trying to work art into their craft. I don't know why the male strippers always have a skit first. I don't know if just women enjoy that. Well, because I believe you know, and again. We're not that kind of show. No, not at all. I've probably said the word stripper too much this morning. But when the ladies do take off their clothing, there's steps to it. Yes. For dudes, there's only one step, right? (laughs) I mean, you're not catching anything neat for the first five bucks. Yeah, you're right. So you probably have to give it, because once you do give them the old... You got to give them a little pomp and circumstance. Because once the birthday cake gets rolled out, there's nothing left. Now, to be fair, and, and I don't want to talk about this anymore because we are, we are borderline gross right now. Th- th- it wasn't full nude. It, it was, I wasn't working with nude okay. men. It was, they, were, they were covered up. <laughs> I'm going to have to catch that audio. But here's the thing. Just remember, when you are family friends, you don't have to truly be friends with both. Much like our family friends, right? Yeah. Sean from Fresh Skin Tattoos, who helped us out at the event. Yes. And his wife, Sarah. Yeah. Sarah and my wife, very good friends. Yes. Sarah hates me. Okay. In fact. I get that. So we spend all day Saturday together. Sunday, Sean's like, come over, let's watch football. I go over. She comes downstairs. There I am. And her exact words are, why, for the love of God, are you here again? That's, uh, that's a tough one. Did it, did I don't let it bother me? No. No. I said, hey, do you want oatmeal cream pie? <laughs> I've given your kid four of them. Boom. <laughs> I, I that think kid a, was zooming. I think we maybe got to the bottom of the reason why she's not a fan of yours. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I tell you what, I've never seen a toddler run so fast in his entire life. <laughs> you give him four oatmeal cream pie cookies in 15 minutes, he's zooming. It's just nice after being back here for six years now mm-hmm. to finally make maybe make a friend. But we'll see. I probably just ruined it now. Nah, I think the miming of the stripper was probably where you lost it. But hey, if you want to chalk it up to this moment, I'll co-sign that too. The worst part is my daughter was there. So my daughter knows a lot more about her dad than she knew on Friday. Let's dance. <laughs> she was like, Dad, you got drugged by a stripper? Oh my. There's so much about... I'm, I'm, like, I'm like an onion, honey. Mm-hmm. A lot of, lot of layers to this onion. And each one of them make you cry. <laughs> Just a little bit more than the previous one. Should we do some history, Wood? Come on. Yeah, she was pretty shocked on that one. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, what it was on this day all the way back in 1923. Every parent knows this. Oh yeah. Disney was founded on this day back in 1923. What a cash cow. Isn't it crazy to think that Disney was a guy? Mm-hmm. Like it's just so it's just such an empire now. Like that was some dude's last name. Got it all started and yeah, I mean just and then think of Everything that Disney owns now, ABC, oh yeah. ESPN, Marvel. I mean, they're, they're tentacles yeah. reach so far. And uh, it all started with that mouse. It was on this day in 1982. Dolly Parton's I Will Always Love You reached number one on the country music charts. Now, here's something interesting. So she wrote this song. For Porter Wagner, <clears throat> excuse me. So it, it went number. So it went number. She released it in 1974. It went to number one. Then for some reason, back in 1982, it went back to number one. Mm. Now she wrote this song for Porter Wagner, who was her old mentor, right? And she was going to go off and do her own thing. And so she wrote this song for him. Now, as a gift to Porter Wagner, she bought his entire music catalog, paid him for it, and then gave him the rights to the songs back. For free, because she loved him so much. Dang. Not in like a romantic way, but just loved the man. So here's the other thing. When Whitney Houston redid this song, Dolly Parton reportedly made $10 million off of it. Here's another interesting... This song has so much lore around it. Elvis wanted to record this song way back when it came out in the 70s. Dolly Parton wouldn't let him. Mm. She adored Elvis, but couldn't stand Colonel Tom Parker and didn't want to see him make a penny off of her. So she was like, I'm sorry, Elvis, I can't let you record that one. Isn't that crazy? That she, is pretty wild. She turned out, that song has so much like history to it. Of course, the Whitney Houston one, I mean, that was just a monster. And, you know, Dolly Parton's so kind. Everything right. about her, she just seems so genuine. And, but she was looking out for her friend. She was like, I don't want to see Colonel Tom Parker make more money, especially off a song that she wrote. And, of course, if you saw the Elvis movie, yeah, I mean, even Tom Hanks couldn't make that character even <laughs> remotely palatable on the screen. <laughs> Uh, it was on this day, Wood, in 2012. Darius Rucker is inducted into the Grand Ole Opry on this day in 2012. Speaking of covers. How cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Old Crow Medicine Show did this originally. Who I believe, aren't they? Ah, shoot. They have a famous father, I believe. Couldn't tell you. Not... Not Bob Dylan. It doesn't matter either. Well, way. let's keep talking this out on air. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll figure it out sooner or later. I got, I got some birthdays for you, Wood. All right, come on now. First up on the birthday list today. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. From the Red Hot Chili Peppers, it is Flea's birthday today. One of the more famous bass players. Is there? Is it? Is Red Hot Chili Peppers just those two, and everybody else kind of just rotates in and out? No. Now they've had some. You know, the guitarist, one of the original guitarists, had a drug issue. Okay. Dave Navarro, I think, played with them just for a album or two. Oh wow! Okay. That has changed. The drummer, of course, he's probably most well known for looking borderline exactly like Will Ferrell. Oh, that's a Red Hot Chili Peppers drummer. Yes. I didn't even know that. But yeah, Flea, one of the rare bass guitars. That really kind of get a lot of shine. Yeah, you're right. He's got to be... I know he's up there. I think he's like 60. Ah, you're close, my friend. You're only one off. 
He's 61 today. Okay. And Flea's actually not a terrible actor, too. He's in some movies and TV shows and stuff. He looks pretty good for 61. Not bad, especially living the rock star life. Exactly. Uh, another actor, you maybe won't know who this is, but you'll know this scene. I guess it comes down to a simple choice, really. Get busy living. Don't get busy dying. Tim Robbins celebrating a birthday today. I like Tim Robbins. So do I. And, you know, of course, everyone knows him for Shawshank Redemption, which was just a really... Which was a movie that was a flop when it came out, which is crazy. That was the thing. It didn't do well at the theaters. And they, they think that had a lot to do with the title of it. Like, people didn't know what it was. Hmm. Because uh, I watched, uh, you know, I've seen YouTube videos or whatever, and they're like, yeah, no one really knew what the hell the movie was, so not a lot of people went to see it. And then once people did start going to see it, it was like, oh my God, this is one of the best movies of all time. He's in a movie, and I'm telling you, this movie will mess you up in the head. Arlington Road. Okay. It is about like his neighbor being a possible terrorist, and I'm telling you, that was one of the movies, when it was over, I said, yikes. It messed me up in the head bad. I, I don't even know what the... I've never even heard of it, I don't think. It, I'm telling you, if you watch it, it will give you the willies. But Tim Robbins, he's got to be... I'm going to say 67 today. Oh! He's 65 today. Dang it. You know that movie, Shawshank Redemption, that was Morgan Freeman's first time narrating anything. Really? Yeah. He was like he, he said he was nervous because he had never narrated anything. He didn't know how to even really do it. And now he's got the voice of, you know... Everything. Every, everything. Yeah. I think he narrates my thoughts. In fact... Yeah, I just thought about it in Morgan Freeman's voice. When I first met Andy Dufresne. See? That's not bad. At Shawshank. That's like the one impressionist thing you can do well. <laughs> Thank you. I give you tons of credit for that. And this is kind of sad. She just passed away. What was it, yesterday? Su- it, today would have been Suzanne Summer's birthday. She did? Y- you didn't know she passed away? No. Yeah, she passed away like yesterday. Great legs. Thank you. How do you get them? I used to do aerobics till I dropped, and then I found Thighmaster. Every single time you squeeze Thighmaster, you strengthen and tone right where you need it. Not that kind of show. <laughs> I was going to say, what, what, what happened here? I mean, a lot of people probably listening would know her more from the Thighmaster than they would Three's Company or, uh, what was it she on? Step by, not Step by Step. Step by Step. Was it Step yes. by Step? Okay, so she she had a hell of a career, man, and she looked good right up until the end. Now, oh. may, you maybe don't know, she was battling breast cancer for 23 years. I did not know that. Yeah, so she and she passed away yesterday at the age. It was either yesterday or Saturday. I can't remember, but oh, she was seventy. Well, if I tell you what she was, then you'll know. But she, she passed away at the age of seventy six. What a bummer! So today she would have been seventy seven. Oh man! So I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that to you, man. Well, that yeah. was a lot of information to give you in a short amount of time. Well, like I said, I just found out right now. <laughs> right, but uh, yeah, she would have been her birthday today. Well, that's how sad to pass away right before your birthday. Ah, oh, that is pretty rough. Either way, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well.